Hi, I'm David Dodge. Welcome to Green Energy Futures. Last week, we talked to Heidi Sorensen of the Oslo Climate Agency about how the Norwegian city was the first in the world to create a city carbon budget. This week, we want to know what they're doing to drastically cut emissions and build the low carbon economy of the future. Today, 47% of emissions are from cars and trucks. 21% from waste, and 20% are from construction. If that sounds like a weird mix, here's why. Oslo has already eliminated most of the emissions from heating buildings, which amounts to about 33% in other places like Edmonton. In 2019, Norway banned the use of oil for heating buildings. It used to be a lot of emissions from heating sector, but since oil is forbidden, so we have re removed that source of climate emissions. So what was oil heating replaced with? Heating pumps, electricity, and solar and biomass. Work started on getting rid of oil furnaces 20 years before the ban. And today, Norway leads the world in the adoption of heat pumps, with 1.4 million installed. Fully 60% of homes now have heat pumps, which are very energy efficient. And because Norway gets 98% of its electricity from hydro and wind energy, their home heating systems produce almost no emissions. The emissions from transportation, on the other hand, are now 47% of emissions in Oslo, but as we mentioned in the previous episode, action here is well underway. 82% of new passenger cars in Oslo are fully electric. And 36% of new vans have been electric in 2022. And 30% of new heavy vehicles have been zero emission or biogas in 2022. Oslo and Norway also lead the world in the adoption of electric vehicles. And internal combustion engines will be banned from Oslo by 2030. Oslo also gets 20% of its emissions from waste. The city recycles about 40% of its waste, and a waste-to-energy plant incinerates most of the rest of their waste, which provides enough energy to heat 80,000 homes in a district energy system, and the electricity produced is used to power schools. But incineration of waste also produces a lot of emissions, and now Oslo has partially funded the first project to add carbon capture and storage to waste incineration. 200,000 tons will come from biomaterials, wood, paper, etc. But the carbon capture will, of course, capture 90% of the total of it. Then we will have a facility that actually are carbon negative. Lastly, the remaining 20% of emissions come from construction in Oslo. You should never ever underestimate how much change you can make by being a demanding customer. Because as a city, we buy a lot. 20% of all construction activities in the city is done by the city. So the key strength of a market is their adaptability. So if we can play to that strength, I think it's surprising how much change you can create in a short time. Oslo's reduced construction emissions by 30% so far. And construction sites are a lot quieter. In closing, I asked Heidi how she gets around in Oslo. I don't drive, I walk. <laughs> Indeed, since the pandemic, people are walking further in Oslo than they used to. Learn more at greenenergyfutures.ca. For Green Energy Futures, I'm David Dodge.